Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of The Runner on Air. My name is Chris Burdick. I am the host for this episode, and I will be joined by podcaster Joey Martinez as we have some very exciting news in the world of CSUB sports. It was released back in September by the NCAA that we will, in fact, have a basketball season this year. And just one month later, the Big West has released their schedules for the 2020-2021 season. Without further ado, I'll pass it to Joey, who has some information of how this season will look for the CSUB Roadrunners. So big news for basketball fans, the CSUB men and women's basketball team will be coming back. This was announced at the BigWest.org website, stating that the season will be changed to ensure that the safety of the student athletes, coaches, and staff are all met. This means, unfortunately, that CSUB will not be allowed an audience for obvious safety reasons. So the normal home versus away back and forth type of schedule that it usually is in a season of basketball has been changed so that teams will play the same school on consecutive days at one location, mostly on Fridays and Saturdays. The schedule mirrors one another with the men's and women's teams playing the same opponent at opposite venues. Conferences will play back-to-back games starting on Sunday, December 27th and Monday, December 28th. Each team will contest the schedule over an 11-week period with one bye week built in. And sadly, games will not be rescheduled should a team need to quarantine during the season. CCB will be announcing the full finalized basketball schedules reflecting the local and state health restrictions in the coming weeks. And the first game from the men's basketball team is going to be on December 27th against UC Davis at CCB. The women's game is going to be on the 27th as well at UC Davis. With this announcement by the Big West Conference and the season now right around the corner in December, I was able to sit down with the head coaches of the men's and women's team, Coach Rod Barnes and Coach Greg McCall, and we discussed the team's overall energy and excitement with the announcement, as well as their optimism about the year. So I'd like to start the podcast with a little bit of audio from that about the coaches' expectations for this upcoming season. You know, it's the first year you guys are both in the Big West. What are your expectations for this year? I know we aren't like shooting for the stars all the time, but is there kind of a specific spot where you want to see your team end up? Yeah, me on top. I, I, I wouldn't be, <laughs> I be in this business if I didn't want to be on top. That's fair. So, That's very I, fair. I, I want to be on top. <laughs> so, shoot. Uh, I don't, I, I'm no place but on top for me. I mean, I can't, you know, it's hard for me to even say, like, oh, I want to be at this spot. I want to be at – no, I want to be at the top. <laughs> and so, it, yeah, I can't say anything else. But, yeah, I want to be at the top. And at the okay. end of the day – uh, I told our kids, though, this, it's going to be the team that's the most disciplined mm-hmm. and conditioned, team that's in the better condition and stays the healthiest. Now, you put all the stuff together, we can put the X's and O's and all that stuff behind it, the defensive principles and all those things there. But when it comes down to it, if they can be disciplined, especially now with this going, everything going on, they can stay disciplined stay in the best shape, stay mm-hmm. healthy. Because the team that has the most depth at the end of the day, uh, I think can, can actually win this thing. And so mm-hmm. that's our ultimate goal is those three things right there that we're trying to do. So if you ask me where we want to be, that's where we want to be. Disciplined, healthy, and best in the best shape. And I think we can be at the top at the end of the day. Well, I mean, I, honestly, I've been looking forward to this uh, time. I mean, I can remember when I first came here, and uh, they talked about, uh, you know, the Big West didn't want to let Bakersfield into the league, you know. And 
I, it does it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me at the time, but I was new, you know, so I didn't quite get that. And uh, you know, from the time that we accepted uh, the invitation to be a part of the league, you know, I basically been preparing our team for this. And and what I mean by preparing our team, as you look at our roster, we're we're experienced. You know, we 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 got guys that have been through the wars, and and that's one of the reasons why we got depth because of my uncertainty in the league of what we were going to be up against. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, we, we're going to load, put everybody on the wagon, and then we're going to go out to battle and see what happens. So mm-hmm. I think it's what Coach said. Um, just think. You know, there's years you go into the season and you know you're young, you know you're inexperienced, you know you may not have had the experience of the battles. I mean, it was like we were last year. Like we 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 went into the whack last year. Uh both of our point guards had never played in the whack. Both of our big guys had never been in the whack. Uh, you know, DeMonte was transferring from another league, had not played in the whack and had not played with this team. So there was a lot of uncertainty, unknown, you know, with our team. Well, now it's different because now we have guys that have played Zar period, average 30 minutes a game, basically. And you got DeMonte and Tazi Moore and then both of our big guys have played, uh, you know, so we, we feel like we got that experience down the middle, you know, and then we have, a list of guys that we feel like can make that next step. So as I said, we're going to have depth. So, you know, they asked me when I was doing the big West interview, what I, what we felt the same question you asked. I just basically told we, we here to win. We're not here to participate. I mean, we're here to win. And I, I understand. I told them there, there may be a year next year, maybe even, you know, if we lose a lot of guys that the following year, We'll say, hey, we're young, we're trying to build, we're trying to gain experience. It's not us. You know, we have one thing on our mind, and that's winning the league. We have some more audio from the interview with Coach Barnes and Coach McCall. But let's get this started. Joey, what are your thoughts on this scheduled release and how CSUB season looks? So, personally, I think this is really cool that they're kind of fixing things up that we even get an actual basketball uh, season this year at CSUB. Truth be told, I've never kept up with any sports at CUCB. I'm kind of new at CUCB. I've only been here for like two years. This makes it more exciting for me because I was planning already to start watching the basketball, the men's basketball. This is a really good opportunity since it's COVID to kind of watch both the women's and men's basketball team, kind of support both and do it from my house so I don't have to leave anywhere. We knew the season was coming. And actually, the coaches mentioned that as well. Both of them were very confident that the season was coming. The biggest thing is just because of all the money that they make from stuff like, especially the March Madness tournament. They they lost literally millions of dollars without that tournament last year. Which makes sense. Yeah, it's so so advertised. Yes. And And it's arguably the biggest thing the NCAA does every year. Because you got to, like, yeah, they have their football championships and all that, but those are all bowl games that are usually sponsored by different companies. The NCAA March Madness tournament is literally every conference has a chance to do something in it. And it's, it's just, it's different. Which in a way makes it even sound more competitive compared to like other sports right. just because of that. 
according to marketwatch.com, the NCAA lost $375 million from not holding the March Madness tournament last year. MarketWatch says that the NCAA was originally scheduled to distribute a total of $600 million to over 1,200 schools across all divisions from the cancellations, but now we'll only be able to distribute $225 million. So they are definitely hurting from not being able to hold that tournament last year. All from one event. That's so nuts. I just think it's going to be an interesting season. Like you said, it's only 20 games long. So that's not long at all. Not at all. Uh, You know, three, four games in the hole, you could lose the entire season. And And really, that that just goes by so fast, too. Right. And, And the Big West Championship Tournament is on March 10th through the 13th in the Honda Center in Anaheim. And they only take the top eight teams. Ooh. Uh, and they have to but, compete within this 20, these 20 games too for this, huh? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. And coach Barnes and coach McCall both have made it plainly clear. They are not here to look at somebody else win the championship. They want it. They want it <laughs> out right out of the gate. I do not blame them. I love uh, that perspective. And I, I think that we can, I honestly, I, there's nothing on this schedule that makes me believe that, CSUB can't compete right out of the gate. I'm excited to see the women's team play too. I don't watch too much women's basketball. For sure going to do it now whenever the season picks back up. I, I honest to God, will be probably watching every single game for both teams. Like, I, I'm really in the basketball after, after this NBA bubble. So, I'm, like, going to keep on riding this high of, of basketball until, <laughs> until next year. You're not alone in that because there's a lot of people that really don't pay attention to women's basketball. And that's honestly a shame. Especially at CSUB. We have a very, very good team. We have for a long time. They're not people to sleep on at all. And see, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people who didn't participate in that. And now just looking back at that, I'm very happy now in hindsight. Like, okay, I'm jumping on this. I'm not missing any of of these teams playing at all. It was crazy. One of the coaches was talking about, like, how they didn't want Bakersfield to be in the league in the first place. Yeah, the uh, the Big West did not want Bakersfield anywhere near. Yeah, um, that's crazy. That no, just gives you – I feel like that gives you a little bit more feel. Like, okay, this team wanted to put more prestigious names, not include the Central Valley. I feel like that's a little bit more fuel to the fire for this upcoming. No, yeah, I could totally see what you mean. It could lead to – or it could lead to, like, some rivalries and stuff like that that mm-hmm. maybe will lead that way. I don't know if any of these athletes are really going to take that to heart. They may. The coaches will. I can guarantee that. Oh, that you know they're going to feed them that fire? Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely part of the fire for McCall and, and Barnes. They they both. They don't want us here. Exactly. They never wanted us here. And that's why I'm saying, like, if, if we were able to come in and play like I think we can and the coaches believe they can, I think that, one, the women's team could win right off the bat. Really? I really do. Uh the team is – I if it comes back the way I'm looking at – or the way that it looked, it's a team that loves to catch fire late. They play really good defense. Their record may not show it last year. They were 16-13, and 13, but they did catch fire late, and they were in a really good spot to really pull off winning something in that tournament last year. And like the coaches stated, they had that ripped away from them in the last second. The men's team, I can't necessarily say the same thing about. They weren't in the same position. But they still could have made some noise. And usually they do. I I feel (laughs) like people in general just need to embrace women's basketball a little bit more. Because like you said, they're just as good as athletes. 
Like this yeah, is you're, just, you're missing out on a whole nother equation. Exactly. In my opinion. And what they lack in the high flying athleticism, they make up for in very, very good team play. It's more traditional basketball, but it, it's just as exciting. Like our teams have been great for the last couple of years. Like I said, I, I feel bad for people who didn't get to witness the teams with JJ Johnson and Alexis Gilbert and stuff like that from a couple of years ago. Cause those two were absolutely incredible. I won't even lie. Those are two of the best female athletes that I got to witness play the game of basketball. Now, granted, I haven't been able to witness people like Lisa Leslie or Sue Bird, but I do think that the women's team is, I think they're closer than people are going to realize. I think with people like Miracle Saxon and Vanessa Austin is a great, great piece in that women's team. Jaden Eggleston, she leads the team in scoring uh, or did last year. It's going to be an interesting season for the women. I think they could pull something up. I think the men could too, especially the way they're built. I think that they're really deep this year and they could make some noise as well. And like the coaches said, they're not here to mess around. They're here to win. They're here to win right off the bat. So now I'm with that. And I mean, just be, I mean, this is how I feel about it. And I feel like the NBA this, this, this year with COVID going on, probably got a lot of new fans because people were anticipating for something to watch. Like people were looking for that, that escape from everything. I think, you know, to everyone listening, this is a great chance to jump on and see what the CCB women's team and men's team are all about. I'm excited for that, like 100% and going to be putting my full attention to that because I'm like on that high for basketball right now. And just to hear you say that we have a great team both ways is just just gets me hyped for the upcoming season. Yeah, and then and the men's team as well is they're deep. Taze Moore came back or is coming back for his senior season. Zar Perry is another really big one. Our own Justin Elder Davis plays forward. He was a starter last year. When he catches fire, the team does really well. They usually win. And a lot of them are seniors. So that's going to be the big question is, and Coach Barnes kind of talked about it a little bit in the interview as well. A lot of these guys are going to want to make a push right now. And actually, I will even say probably the top seven guys that you'll see most, most likely this year on the court, and you saw most, like, most of the time last year, are all seniors. The centers, Ronnie Reedus and uh, Sean Smith, are both seniors. You got Justin McCall and Devontae Buckingham are both seniors. Those two, if they don't start half the year, they are the sixth man on the team. Like I said, Justin is a starter. He's a senior. Zar Perry is a starter. He's a senior. Taze Moore was the lead scorer last year. He's a senior. All of these guys are going to want to make a huge splash in the not only the first year in the Big West, because this is our first year here, they're going to make a push for something that I think is going to shock a lot of people. Since they are all seniors. Yeah, they got exactly. to go bang. bang. We got a lot of experience on the team. And like I said, they played a lot of these teams the last couple of years. The boys finished 12 and 19 last year, six and 10 in the conference. So that's subpar, but at home they're nine and seven. So they had a positive record at home. The away is where the team kind of struggled a little bit, but with experience comes better situations and that's, you know, in that regard. But these guys have played guys like Cal Poly, who they beat last year. Uh, UC Santa Barbara, unfortunately, lost, but only by four points. So these games are close. I guess this is like more of like a future kind of thought of this whole situation. Do you think this could this could change the whole like st- structure of how basketball goes? 
like, I mean, you know, doing the game same day, same place, saving the money, doing it. Maybe the athletes get more used to it. Um, so you, you you're thinking like, like, like maybe this will be how it goes from here on out. This starts saying? as a trend. Yeah. Like, the, you know, the athletes like it more, maybe the coaches like it more, you know, kind of like that. I, I don't know. I That's just, a good question though. I don't think so for a couple of reasons. One, obviously there's no non-conference play, which is playing teams like us against USC or something like that. Somebody outside of the big West, which you will have to factor in as well, because the eventually oh, when are... COVID goes away, we are going to get back to non-conference tournaments in the beginning of the year, uh, uh, maybe a handful okay. of games non-conference, and then you get into conference play. I was totally excluding that. I totally forgot about like other teams and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would only work if it was just this conference, kind of like the exactly. same thing over but and over see, again. That, that, that's what I was going to get to. Now, as for conference play, I could see it to a, to a degree. I see what you're talking about, keeping it the way it is going more baseball style uh, game series rather than splitting it up and going half, you know, half and half. Like you'll play one game away, one game at home at the end of the year. But at the same time, you know, you don't get that second chance to take somebody on at home. You know, just because Hawaii beats us twice at their place doesn't necessarily mean Hawaii will beat us twice at ours. You know what I'm saying? So it takes, yeah, that takes a lot. It takes away from that. So I don't think so. I think this is more going to be a one year thing. That was just a, I only asked because I mean, COVID's changed so much of like, I feel like it's fast forwarded a lot of like the process of how we do things, you know, like Mm -hmm. people just, you know, I feel like a lot of people are still going to be ordering out rather than going in Mm -hmm. for a while. I feel like people are going to be watching streaming movies inside rather than a while. I mean, shoot, even Chipotle added Apple pay. That was huge. That was the biggest thing in the world to me. I mean, now I can actually eat there. Um, without you having my wallet, I was just wondering in terms of that, like what, what would like, would there be any positives taken from this added into a normal season? But yeah. And like, I see your point because you're definitely right. COVID has changed a lot. I think COVID is going to change one. I think recruiting is going to kind of say, stay a little bit like this, not to the extent I think you'll, after this year, you'll get people still going out to talk to athletes at their place during games but i think recruiting is going to be a little more hands-off after this and just to see how that goes but necessarily the games and stuff like that now i think scheduling will go back to the way it was next year and how many people we can bring in along with how many people can cover games for, via media i think is going to be changed a little bit as well so outside of recruiting and and maybe access to these games and players. I don't see much of what's going on this year's carrying over after this year. I think the coach has touched on it. I think both teams are very resilient. I think both teams are very excited to play. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's excited to see it. I mean, you're very excited to see it. Obviously. Everyone's hungry. Hey, if I'm hungry for it, I know the athletes are too. Exactly. And I think that that's going to benefit us in the long run. I think we're going to have a really competitive year. I really do. I think that CSUB in these 20 games, I'd be surprised to see both teams not win at least 12 to 13 of them. If we went 13 and seven, I think that would be an exceptional year on both teams' parts. But personally, I think we're going to do a lot better than that. I think we could do at least 15, but it is a very short season. Like we said, it's only 20 games long. And then you have the tournament. 
which is going to be right around, you know, it's all going to happen very fast, uh-huh. very loose. And it's, uh, it's a good pressure to have, in my opinion, what you're saying right now. It's just, you know, the, you know, everyone's kind of anticipating this happening. The athletes are, I think they're really good at like show that they've been missing, you know, not playing for the, you know, you know, getting ripped back then and then getting put, put in, you know, nine months later, you know, like they're, they're definitely going to have some emotions into it, but I, I definitely think they're going to come back with a, with a, with a big fire. But yes, the season will begin on December 27th. So that, that'll be a Sunday. Uh, we'll be taking on UC Davis first, followed by Long Beach, Cal Poly, Hawaii, and then UC Riverside. And then they'll be finishing out the season with Cal State Fullerton, then UC Davis, UC San Diego, UC Santa Barbara, and California State University Northridge. It's going to be interesting watching these teams in all California competition and I think it's just a better fit for CSUB. I think that this all is going to work out really well. And depending on how this season turns out, it's going to be a good indicator of how well CSUB does in this conference going forward as well. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of little factors that add into this that can make this a very, very epic, uh, you know, season going into. Right. And again, hopefully by the time the Big West tournament kicks off in March, everybody will be able to enjoy the ba- the first ever CSUB appearance in the Big West tournament in Anaheim. It is not far away whatsoever. It is only a couple months away. And it it's just going to be a very interesting season to see. But personally, I think that we could definitely end this season at least 13 and 7, 14 and 6 somewhere in that area I'm, oh. I'm, I'm hopeful for this season too don't really know enough to, to put the numbers down but I'm, I'm i'm siding with what you're saying all right well that's all the information we have for you right now for more information on csub sports go check out our sports section on the runneronline.com for any more information on the basketball schedules the facilities and what to look forward to with these games starting in december But for right now, that's all the information we have for you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Music. Until next week, we will see you later.